good? How y'all doing this evening? Welcome to a special Thursday edition of the Feli Sports Podcast. That's the Forever I Love Atlanta Sports Podcast. If you didn't catch the acronym, it's your boy Coach Mario and the man who put all this together, my co-host Adon. What's going on, man? Man, you keep forgetting my name. It's the man. The man known it. The man is called the Don. The man called It's the, the first time I messed it up in about three weeks. Come on, man. I get some credit now. Yeah, no credit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So glad y'all could join us this Thursday evening. Um, it's our pretty much, what, double feature for um, the Rivalry Week uh, show this week. And we're going to do another double feature next week because we know we have two um, in-state rivalry games next week. We'll talk about that mm-hmm. later on. But tonight we're back talking about Kennesaw State football. Kennesaw State football. All right. If you're new to the channel, you already know what to do. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Share this content out with other Georgia college sports fanatics. And hit us up in the comment section. As always, come holla at your hometown sports podcast. All right. We have a special guest on with us tonight. Um, John, he does a lot of work with uh, Kennesaw State Athletics, not just the football team, but he covers everything that pertains to Kennesaw State. He has his own website, but I'm done talking about that. I'm going to let him talk about it because I think it's interesting. Uh, go ahead, John, to let everybody know who you are. Hey, thanks a lot, Coach and the Don. I appreciate you having me on the show, guys. Um, Yeah, I I run a website, KSUOwlHowl.com. I've been running it since 2012. I'm independent media, so I'm not, you know, tied in with the school. So I make it an emphasis to tweet. Um, I tweet everything, you know, I tweet the games, my thoughts, you know, like a regular blogger. But on the website, I use it mostly to um, cover Kennesaw State recruiting. I have an emphasis on football, basketball and baseball, even cover uh, some women's basketball, because I think that's important to, to, you know, give them some notice. They're doing really good this year so far. So uh, shout out to them. Uh, but, yeah, the most of uh, most of the coverage, most of the attention in the Kennesaw State world, uh, we've only had football for about five years, but um, we've really transformed into it's a football school now. And yeah. that's a testament to two things, um, how bad our basketball program has been <laughs> historically <laughs> and how fast our football program has grown. Um, so we're in a, our fifth year of existence. We've played, I think, 60 games so far. We have about 46 wins which is tied with Old Dominion for the most wins um, in 60 games for a new program in history. And we have a chance, I believe, to pass that for Gardner-Webb uh, this Saturday to make 47 and then hopefully get a bid in the playoffs and go from there. John, coming with the knowledge. I yes, like that. Yes, I like yes. that. That's what I'm talking, talking about. about. 46 mm-hmm. wins in the first 60 games. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. That's pretty oh, yeah. impressive. That's, That's awesome. Into... Great work by them, man. I can't give the coaches enough credit and the players enough credit for buying into the program and just building it, you know, the right way and, you know, team building the right way and, um, you know, just doing things how they're supposed to do it and they see the results. So I'm really proud of them. Well, all right. That's a really good place. That's a really good place, place to, start. to start. So uh, before we jump into that, uh, we won't run down the scores from last week, but we'll just uh, let you know that Georgia Tech is currently – Currently taking on NC State. It's on ESPN, and Georgia Tech is up uh, 14 to zip 
in the second quarter. Then we say, then yeah. we then we say last night that uh, Tech was probably going to upset uh, NC State. They about to they go. They probably might end up crushing. It ain't it ain't over to the fat lady saying y'all already know about that. But um, they might end up crushing NC State um, bowl eligibility tonight. And I told you guys yesterday we see a couple of trick plays in this game. We've seen a flea flicker yep. from NC State. They did another trick play and Georgia Tech right off the bat through a nine route. So, you know. But um, John, as you were saying, you were talking that we were talking about Kennesaw State's fast start. And um, I don't know if a lot of people know a lot about the head coach, uh, Brian Bohannon. Obviously, he's been there and he spearheaded this fast start. Uh, you know, I know a lot about Brian Bohannon, um, I guess anybody who's in the high school or college football in the state of Georgia should know a little bit about Brian Bohannon. Um, with his winning percentage and the way that the program has been running, do you think that uh, he's going to have aspirations to leave Kennesaw State? Um, that's a good question, and there were a lot of rumors before he signed his uh, re- fairly recent contract extension. Um, you know, he comes from Georgia Tech, as I'm sure you guys know. So, you know, he runs the triple option offense. And um, I think, you know, I think if he got an FBS gig and, you know, because the money's a lot higher, um, just, you know, we can't I don't think we can really compete with that. It would have to yeah. be a, probably a smaller FBS school that's I'm thinking already running the offense like in, you know, one of the uh, military schools that that does this. Yeah. Uh, so um, yeah, but Brian has done a uh, you know a great job. The players are buying into his mantra: uh, "Eat, effort, attitude, toughness" is what he always preaches. Um, he always preaches accountability. Um, but you know, I think the one of the things holding him back, besides that, he runs the option. You know, so mm-hmm. that makes it tougher to move yeah. up. Um, you know, it's it's just uh, it's just finding the you know finding the right fit and. Um, I, I just don't know if that's there. And, you know, you touched on it. Um, I already knew you were. Uh, I, I, first, I, I, for one, certainly, certainly think that if he didn't run the tri- triple option, uh, he certainly would be getting some calls. Not not saying that he's not getting calls now, but I think that he will be a hiding because obviously he can just flat out coach, like you say, 46 wins in the first 60 games. I mean, who and, does that? <laughs> and coach, I could be wrong, Coach, but I don't think uh, Coach Bohannon's ever really been calling the plays, too. So I think that might be something else that's holding him back. Coach Grant Chestnut has been the yeah. offensive play caller. And and something I was going to ask you, um, do you think that he is tied to the offense? You know, because we think of Paul Johnson, and, and people, people don't realize, like I say, Paul Johnson coached at Hawaii, and they threw the ball 50 times a game. So we know, you know, Paul Johnson – with the triple option, but Paul Johnson has ran offenses where they threw the ball just about every play as well. So do you think that Coach Bohannon is tied to the offense? I think so. I mean, it's kind of like one of those things, man. You know, you got to do what you do best. And, you know, if you try and – obviously, you know, depending on your quarterback, you can put in wrinkles, you can throw more, you can throw less, customize your offense. But, you know, as far as putting Brian Bohannon going out there running a spread offense, I think that would be like a – Fish out of water, man. He's uh, he does what he does. He does it well. What do you think, Don? Do you think the Don? Do you think uh, the triple option can exist in a Power Five conference? 
What do you think is dead? I don't think it can. I don't think it can. It can exist in a Power Five conference. It can exist, but the success rate won't be that good. And that's just my opinion. Now, if they plan, like, say for instance, um, big the only conference I think they probably may do well in, and I'm not talking about Kennesaw State. I'm talking about like running an effective triple option will be the Big Twelve because we know over there they don't play any defense. <laughs> and I think, guys, the challenge of finding you know a quarterback that can throw the ball, you know, is always a challenge for F, you know FCS programs. It's kind of like finding a a really good big, you know, as a low or mid major in college basketball. And you know, it's a lot easier to you know find some guys that can really run it. Maybe have done a little bit of option in you know high school, and then kind of spend two or three years developing before we really you know throw them out there for the first time and. Um, you know, just transitioning to this year, um, we started off with quarterback Daniel David. He was highly touted, more of a pro-style guy that can run out of App State. Mm-hmm. Um, highly uh, highly thought of transfer a couple years ago. Got stuck sitting behind Chandler Burks, who emerged pretty much right when David got there. Burks was all conference, all country, all everything for, yes. you know, two, two and a half years or whatnot. And um, so David finally got his chance this year. Uh, unfortunately, David got hurt a couple weeks ago. But uh, Tommy Bryant is really a testament to, um, you know, building the program the right way. He's a guy that is a redshirt junior right now, I believe. And, you know, he never, you know, just seeing him in limited time, spring game, all that, he never seemed like the type of guy that's, you know, going to be a maestro of the offense. But, you know, he got his chance a couple weeks ago, and now he's running it like Burks. I mean, you know, he's making the pitch at the right time. He's looking smooth, cutting through. And it's, what's really impressive is he has an arm that Burks never had. So he can, you know, um, you know, hit the man in stride going across the middle. I mean, he can make some throws. Obviously, you know, he's not going to make throws like a pro-style quarterback, but he can make the ne- all the necessary throws in this offense. And, you know, that's – that's what we're excited to see as the season ends because he's got one year of eligibility left. And, you know, I, I think Owl fans are now excited that we know, unfortunately, due to David's injury, now we know who's going to be the face going into next season. And, you know, you talk about some of the issues on offense, but what's funny is you guys just keep plugging it in because uh, what do you have? Five ball carriers over 500 yards this year? Was it six? Man, I don't even know, man. Everybody gets the everybody gets the carry in the offense. Everybody has to block. Everybody has to do the part or they're not going to play. You got to be tough to play in a Brian Bohannon offense because if you don't block, you're not willing to block, you will not play. And we started off the season with um, two at least former walk-ons. I think now one of them got a scholarship at wide receiver that's playing over like these recruited guys, these 6'4" you know, jumpers, athletes from Georgia. We had two just regular run-of-the-mill preferred walk-on types um, because they can block and they'll crush you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if you know, Don. I think it I, I think it was six that KSU had six guys on the roster that have 500 yards rushing this year. Man. How how does that happen? This, this, this is this 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 is this is why this is why we've been saying and even uh, Jay Ben. Um, he Jay. I don't know if you know who Jay Ben is. Uh, he used to do radio in the city of Atlanta, but he teach. I think he a professor there at uh, KSU. Um, we all have been saying that you know maybe the Big South is too big for. I mean, I think KSU is too big for the Big South. 
maybe it's time for them to move up. Uh, I love I love Jeff Benedict. Uh, that guy, you know, he'll never. I respect, I respect his realness. You know, he'll never filter himself. You know, you can tell. You can have ten people telling him he's wrong, and here's why, and he'll stick to his guns. Like, hey, no, here's you know, this is my thing. This is it. So I respect that. Um, but as far as the conference goes, man, um, you know, every Kennesaw State fan was saying that for like the last you know two or three years since we started dominating, winning every game. But it took a turn about two or three weeks ago. We lost to Monmouth. Yeah. Um, we got drilled by Monmouth at home. Um, it was like 45-21 final score, and that makes it—that was probably closer than it sounds closer than it might have been, to be honest with you, fellas. And they won the conference this year. They're getting the automatic bid. Undefeated in conference play. Yeah, we talked about it a lot. We talked yeah. about it a lot that yeah, we, we needed uh, somebody. You know that 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 the week of that game, because um, like I said, we do our normal show on Wednesday. The week of that game, I told the listeners that this is pretty much going to probably be for conference honors, the winner of this one. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's sad to see that season that KSU had have come to an end like that, but it's only one bid. Yeah. Like you say, it's only one bid. Well, there actually might be another bid um, at large, at large bid. Yes. Yes. Unfortunately, you know, it did come to an end, the at large bid, Mm -hmm. but um, you know, the thing people don't get is this was a rebuilding season guys. We're still blowing people out, but this is – nope. of course, Coach Bohannon's not going to admit it. Maybe he will when the season's over. But we had 10 new starters on offense coming into the season, 10. Um, the only one left was a slot back, so it's not like we returned our quarterback. Um, and also, you know, our defense, we got a new defensive coordinator. Navy basically took our whole defensive staff, um, so we had to adjust there. And honestly, that's been a huge, uh, huge hit for us, um, you know, uh, Brian Newberry has been, uh, you know, nominated for awards for his work at Navy so far, recognized by, you know, I forget what the name of the award was, but he did a great job here and he's doing a great job there. And, you know, it's just been a lot of hits. So, you know, we've been able to beat the teams that we should beat by a lot. But, you know, when it came to Monmouth, we got our butt kicked. Campbell, who's the second most competitive team, gave us a great game on the road, which we pulled out. So, yeah. And uh, yeah, we need Campbell, Campbell played Monmouth what the a couple weeks after, but even if they had knocked them off, you, you they would stay ahead to head to head over you guys. So yeah, it yeah. just sucks. Um, well, on on um, another note, uh, I know we had a couple. Uh, you had a couple guys uh, win Big South Conference honors weekly this year is anybody going to get any postseason awards for big conference play oh man i mean it's at all big the, south conference i'm sorry yeah all, all those awards you know i don't put too much stock into them they're fun to celebrate you know they're fun to think about but it's really all like a pop you know a lot of them are popularity contests right it's like so you know you really think people know who's the best offensive lineman blah 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 you know different systems all that but yeah we have a few guys that um you know have played really well um just scrolling through the roster real quick um defensive lineman travis bell has had a good year um desmond uh desmond scott has been a um you know a defensive lineman a sophomore guy he's a big body at 300 pounds i can move so i'm hoping he gets some recognition um, Desmond Johnson Jr. has had an okay season as a senior. He'll be graduating. Same with Andrew Butcher, the defensive end. Now, these are guys that got preseason honors, I believe, or have been uh, honored in the past. 
Um, Bryson Armstrong is definitely going to get honors. He's our star uh, linebacker, kind of a linebacker safety hybrid. Um, really good nose for the ball, can tackle, uh, tough player. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll have to see, you know, what people think of our guys, and you know, obviously not winning the conference this year, we might have less than usual. So, mm-hmm. all right, all right. So uh, b- before we um, we wrap up, Eric, um, let the people know uh, about your website, what you do for KSU, and you know, um, I want to know. Do you do you get credentials? Do you get a credential to each sporting event for KSU? I don't. I used to be credentialed. Um, used to kind of butt heads with some people, you know. <laughs> I, I would. I honestly like to be free. You know what I mean? To be okay. able to fully be accountable without getting that, you know, slip in the DM from you know the athletic staff saying, "Hey, man, um, you you kind of made this joke about you know Mercer don't write or that whatever. one." Can you take this down? You know, that kind yeah. of thing. I don't I don't like that because I like to kind of push the limits on Twitter, be a little offensive without crossing the line, you know, um, just have, have some fun sometimes. And, you know, obviously I'd love to be credentialed sometimes, but, you know, I, I kind of like playing, being able to play the, you know, get the free stuff, the tickets, um, all that. But I like to be the, you know, the crazy fan sometimes, especially at the basketball games, man. And if you're a, if you're credentialed, you can't have fun. You just got to sit there like a, you know, like a drone, a robot. Yeah. With your khakis and your polo on. <laughs> exactly, man. I, I want to wear my sweatpants, my basketball shorts, whatever I feel like wearing, you know, I don't even know where my khakis are right now. So that's how far <laughs> away I am from credentials. Cool. Cool. Um, so, um, you know, tell 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 the people a little bit about your website and what you do, and you know, uh, some of the challenges that you face. Yeah, man. Well, I I cover recruiting. I you know I try and have some contact with the you know prospects. I see we offer a lot of the stuff. You know, just as I've gotten older and more responsibilities, um, you know, more it takes more time, especially since football was added. When I started in 2012, I was basically covering the basketball and you know, covering a team of, you know, 12, 14 players and that level offers is different than, you know, when I'm in school is different than now being, you know, having a career working 40, 50 hours a week, um, covering an entire football team with a million offers in a million different positions. So, you know, I basically, you know, scan Twitter people. I appreciate everyone that follows me that sends me like, Hey, we got this guy off, got an offer or he committed and, you know, getting tips like that. You know, I don't really have the contact with the coaches, um, you know, it would be nice, but again, you know, that comes with um, being credentialed and, you know, all of that stuff. And Coach Bohannon's a very, uh, you know, secretive guy. There's coaches that are media, very media friendly. I'm not sure Co- Coach Bohannon's probably in the middle. Don't know how he would do if it was a tough environment. You know, nobody's going to drill him on a Kennesaw State football game like he would maybe if he was coaching at Georgia, Georgia Tech or something like that if things didn't go well. Uh, but, yeah, I basically cover the recruiting. You know, I post quick blogs, profiles of the players uh, dating back to 2012. You can go to my website and click the recruiting tab, and you can see, like, who all the basketball team offered, who the football team offered, you know, just by the various years. And it's kind of cool sometimes to look back on and seeing, oh, yeah, the coaches were into that guy. We almost got that guy. And, um, you know, now he's starring somewhere else. So, I think, that, I think you're doing a great job with that website. Like I said, you know, normally the smaller schools are not going to have anybody that's covering the team that much. You lucky to get, I guess, 
some students who are in if they have a journalism department you know department at that school to cover the team but when you do it normally when the students doing it the quality of work is not there because they just doing just just they just doing it to get a grade they're not doing it for passion because they want to do it they're doing it because they have to do it because they trying to graduate (laughs) i agree and also you know i've been around you know Kennesaw State extensively. You know, before I started in 2012, I was still a fan for a couple of years. So I have a long history going back. So, you know, I can kind of uh, point things out that, you know, maybe a student wouldn't know just because they don't have the history. Like, oh, that coach was there, you know, for, you know, so-and-so years, or this player was here and he transferred and now he's killing us on the other team. You know, just my ability to just being around, you know, and to, uh, you know, stick things out is, uh, you know, something – um, and I'm passionate about what I do. You know, um, I do everything for my, you know, the site. I don't get paid for what I do. I don't care to get paid for what I do. And, um, you know, as you said, not many FCS schools have somebody that tracks recruiting like I do. I mean, of course, you can go to, you know, 24-7 or Rivals and, you know, get the list. But, you know, I, I don't even think the coaches like what I do because I'm putting all <laughs> their stuff out there on an organized list. And, you know, I think they've grown to accept it. But when the program first started, it's kind of like, um, okay, you know, we kind of just want to fly under the radar. We don't have a brand. We don't have a name. We don't have a track record. So, so you know, we don't want you, um, you know, putting these guys on a spotlight. We just want to get under the radar, get our people, and, you know, bounce. So Well, don't be surprised if SB Nation or Fanside come knocking at your door saying, hey, how much you want? So we can um, use your name and likeness and all that. And, hey, you're going to run this site for Kennesaw State. Don't yeah, I've thought about that. that happen. Don't be I've surprised that happened. Because you, you, no, no, it's, it's not a web. It's a brand that you built with Kennesaw State. So Yeah, and it's, you know, I, and honestly, that's something I'm not sure if I'd even, you know, I'd even go for if they wanted. You know, I, I might want to just, you know, stay independent and compete. Like I said, man, I'm not, I'm not doing this for profit, for ad money, for, you know, um, go fund me money or anything like that, man. I'm doing it. You know, it's a hobby. It's fun. I like to give people I follow the truth. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, you have to coat the truth sometimes um, just <laughs> based on how things are going, right? You can't, you know, tear up your program. Um, yeah. You know, like our basketball team is rebuilding right now. We look very rough. You know, I'm not going to go ripping in. It's a rebuilding year. Rebuilding. Either. Yes. yes. It, yeah, you say rebuilding instead of saying it's we're It's a building year, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's you gotta you gotta kind of give them the truth, but soft serve it a bit. Because um, if you tell them every year, you're like, "Hey guys, we're gonna be awesome this year, man. This freshman <laughs> got he's gonna blow things up." And that's not the reality, guys. As you guys know, man, freshmen need time to adjust. Yeah. Transfers aren't a sure thing, and you know, rarely they're a sure thing unless they've already proven themselves. And you know, I think you know it's kind of like uh, you know, trust is the capital that media functions on, and. I feel like if I, you know, get too, uh, how do I say this, um, corporate towing the line and trying to be too positive, then, you know, people are going to tune me out or, you know, stuff like that. So I want to kind of give people my real opinions rather than what people, you know, want, what KSU might say in their articles, you know. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Um, uh just for updating the game done uh, right for halftime, Tech just went up twenty one to three. Wow! <laughs> right. So, uh, well, hopefully, they don't score another touchdown. They score another touchdown. It's over. 
Well, it's only halftime, man. Like, I'm, 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 I'm talking college football. I'm talking about Tech. If Tech score another touchdown, what score are they gonna put it to, man? Wait, the Don. You're, so you're telling me if it's twenty-eight to three, it's over. Is that what you're oh, telling me? Oh, really? The joke. It's a joke, man. It's a joke. <laughs> it's a joke, man. That's this is how I grieve. This is how I grieve. Like, how we got. Really this is how we got to get. Look, this, this, this is how I just had to get through through it, man. <laughs> oh, so you set that up, done, and I didn't even miss it. It went over my head. You said you were setting me up with that. Yes, man. Yes. Oh, I, yeah, it went oh, right over man. my head that you were setting me up with that. Twenty-one, oh, eight, right, right, it's twenty-one three. So they score another touchdown. That's 28 28-3. Yeah. And you know, North Carolina, right. North Carolina gonna come back and win. North Carolina State gonna come back and win. It happened with hey, Baylor. Man. It happened with Baylor in Oklahoma. Say, <laughs> we, we should kick up. the field goal instead of going for the touchdown and this you, time. And you Just know. And you, and you know what? In the uh, in the Falcons game uh, this past Sunday, we was we tried to go for two to make it twenty eight three, and we didn't uh, convert. <laughs> I said, "Thank you, thank you, thank you." Jesus, thank you. I it did not it, that. It, 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 it was six to three, and we tried to go for two. Yep. Man, if we would have been twenty eight three, man, we would never played it down. Even if we would have won the game, it just still just a joke, you know. Like, oh yeah, but like, oh Falcons finally won up twenty eight three. You know, yeah, exactly. It was just something would have came out of it. Exactly. All right, so uh, Don, one more time, let them know what we got coming next week. Then we'll let uh, John plug his stuff for a wrap. All right, so guys, no show this Sunday evening. We will do our show Monday. We have three shows back to back to back next week. We'll do a show Monday. We'll be you know talking about. Um, pretty much everything happened this week, and Atlanta sports, sports. and yeah. not only that, <laughs> not only that, we'll also be previewing the uh, Thanksgiving game, uh, Saints versus Falcons. That show aired Monday live. The next following night on Tuesday night, we will cover the new rival game in the state, Martin Hate. That's the Georgia State versus Georgia Southern game. They play this Saturday. I believe they play around with seven. They moved their game to prime time too, so they yeah, game they moved it later in the yep. in the uh, yeah yeah. I'm thinking about man. I might end, I'm gonna try to see if I can get get uh, get credential to go to that game. Um, cause I really don't want to miss that. <laughs> but I got other games I want to watch too on Saturday. So hey, I I'm 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 balancing it right now, man. I'm balancing it. But yeah, we'll we'll bring on um, Ben Moore. He you know he had, he was on the show earlier this year, this season for Georgia State, and we're also going to bring on uh, a guy from Georgia Southern, uh, Tra- uh, Travis. So they're going to pretty much it's going to have it's pretty much going to be like a debate of which team's going to win. And yeah. the following we'll night, see if we can make them fight, y'all. Yeah, we're gonna see if we can make them fight. <laughs> we gonna be we gonna be a little petty. We are gonna be sitting over here with popcorn, just you know. Yeah. Like seeing what's gonna, gonna happen, <laughs> exactly. And then um, Wednesday night, you know, Thanksgiving Eve, we're gonna cover the Georgia versus Georgia Tech rivalry game. And we're gonna have I twenty Eric, and we're gonna also have Joseph Anthony on. Joseph Anthony, he's uh, he's the Georgia Sports Hospitality Media uh, Specialist for uh, Georgia Tech, and y'all already know who Eric is. He cover. Um, UGA for Georgia Sports Hospitality and Media as well, and he he's um, affiliate with Dunn of the Dog. So um, yeah, I don't I'm, think that show right I, there that show right there is going to be crazy. I already know Eric is going. Yeah, 
he gonna show his behind. So <laughs> I'm gonna let Eric do the notes for that one. I'm gonna hit him up. I'm gonna let Eric do the notes. Yeah. So, but um, uh, but yeah, like I said, three shows back to back to back next week. Um, so just join us every single night. We'll try to do shows eight o'clock each night because I know nine o'clock people are tired or whatever. So we'll come at y'all early those nights. So, but um. John, appreciate you coming on, man. Um, once again, plug your information before we head on out. Yeah, real quick, guys. I just want to say kind of a segue. I believe we play Georgia Tech in 2021 in football. So, you know, keep an eye out for that one. And, uh, yeah, just plug in my own stuff real quick. Uh, you can find me on my website, Cover Recruiting, KSUOwlHowl.com, K-S-U-O-W-L-H-O-W-L. And you can find me on Twitter at KSUOwlHowl as well. Uh, follow me there. I'll follow you back. I appreciate uh, the love, guys. Thanks so much for having me on. I enjoyed, you know, discussing the program, putting the word out there, all that fun stuff. You guys have been very kind. All right. Thank you. Thank you. We Thank certainly you do time. that. And we'll tweet and retweet your stuff, it's a, of course. Exactly. Likewise. All right. All right. So y'all already know, if y'all ain't following us on Twitter, follow us at F-I-L-A underscore S-P on uh, Instagram. FILA Sports Podcast and Facebook FILA Sports Podcast. You can also check out audio only at Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Google Play. Um, if you're new to the channel, you already know what to do. Hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, share this content out with other Georgia college sports fanatics, and hit us up in the comment section. Uh, JF is the only person that joined us in the chat tonight. Everybody <laughs> else. I understand. Yes, Kansas State is not is not Georgia or Georgia Tech, but hey, it's it's a local college in the in the state, and they doing good. You know, they have they only lost one game this season, so and they going to the give us thirty years, guys. John, us 30 years. Of course, yeah, exactly. of course, John. Majority of our listeners are uh, UGA fans, and then after that, I say we have a lot of Hurricane fans too. But majority of our listeners are. Or uh, Georgia fans, of course. Hey, the majority of our fans are Georgia fans, so don't worry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, but but you know, like I, I, you know, thou shalt not have two teams. You know, I believe that, but I think you can have an FCS and an FBS team yes. because they don't compete against each other. So I think that's certainly fine. Absolutely. I, absolutely. Yeah. I, I wish more people would prioritize the school they went to, though. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But if you do that. A lot of people ain't gonna have no college tifo. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Not trying to throw shade on anybody, anything like that. But hey, you know, I support you know college. You know, Alto don't have a football team or Reesville. But anyway, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but anyway, um. So as always, come holler at your hometown sports podcast. All right, y'all have a great weekend. We'll see y'all Monday. Monday. Y'all be easy.